here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? It is Michael Erickson Fasheen here from the PPC Den Podcast, your source for all the tips, tricks, strategy, and techniques for Amazon advertising. Uh, 118 episodes and counting. Can you believe it, Elizabeth? That is commendable. <laughs> you know, I follow very simple life advice. One of them is just uh, don't stop. I saw this uh, amazing, uh, I think it was a YouTube clip of a old senior citizen who like climbs uh, a mountain on a walk every day. Every day. Uh, and like, wow, how can you do this as a senior citizen continue to climb up? Uh, I think I believe it was Mount Fuji every day. And he said, well, I started when I was young and I just never stopped. That's what we're doing here at the PBC Den Podcast. Just not stopping. Uh, as you know, dear listener, we've had a lot of fun bringing on co-hosts, uh, co-guest hosts over the last few months. And it's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, I'm privileged again this week, the same as last week, to be joined by Elizabeth Green of Jungler. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, I first uh, met you in a lot of the same forums and groups that we're in, and it's been awesome. You've been so generous with how you give your expertise and uh, experience, so it's a privilege to have you on the show. So thank you for being here. Oh, of course. I'm flattered. Glad to be here. I'm really excited. Yes. Uh, Elizabeth, what has been the, uh, what would you say was the most, uh, was the best part of this podcast experience so far? I think probably just getting to geek out on all things Amazon advertising because, you know, we're in it all day, every day. You're in it all day, every day. So sometimes the meeting of the minds is just fun. As interesting as that might sound to people about, being able to geek out over data points, it's fun. It's fun. I'm not going to lie. Big time. Uh, before every episode, we do a lot of prep. And uh, that's you know probably my favorite part. And maybe one day we'll actually like record the prep going into it so people can see how the sausage is made. Um, but for today, <laughs> we are going to be talking about um, ratios inside your PPC. Uh, you know, in Amazon advertising, there are ratios everywhere and we don't even know it. Uh, and ratios are incredibly important anytime you're analyzing anything quantitative. You know, I read a fantastic uh, business finance book um, and it was all about 
ratios. You know, the ratio of, you know, your total revenue to your cost of goods sold, your total revenue to your fixed costs, you know, your personnel ratio of how much you spend on personnel compared to your total revenue, all these different things. Ratios are snapshots in and re incredibly revealing to bigger chunks of information. So it's one ratio can tell you a plethora of information. So for example, there's already ratios inside your Amazon ad console. There is CTR, your click-through rate, which is the ratio of listener, you know it, clicks to impressions. Uh, of course, the most popular ratio, perhaps ACOS, ad cost of sales, which is the ratio of your ad cost to your ad sales. ROAS, which is your ratio of revenue over your ad sales. CPC is even a ratio, which is the total cost divided by the total amount of clicks that you got. Um, I, th I think that one's a pretty interesting one too. Like your CPC, like your average CPC is exactly that. It's like the average of all your spend over all of your costs. Uh, placement performance is a bit of a ratio. So all of these are visible ratios inside your account. However, would you believe it that there are hidden ratios that Amazon does not list, uh, that the data analysis of these ratios can be incredibly impactful? And that's what we're going to get into today, isn't it, Elizabeth? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. It's a lot of fun behind the scenes numbers. They give you better pulses on overall account health. Yeah, right. Because all of these you know, obviously ACOS, ACOS is an incredibly popular visible ratio that you look at when you open up your account. Uh, and it kind of tells you, you know, it's one number, but it tells you how efficient your ad spend is. You know, how many sales are you getting in relation to your ad cost? Same thing with CTR, you know, how, e how effective are you at turning impressions into clicks? So these hidden ratios that we're going to be talking about are ratios that are you know, when you really start breaking it down, just as important. And however, they do take a little legwork to get. Uh, I know here at AdBadger, we try to add some of these hidden ratios inside of our app. But um, I always like this podcast to be uh, software agnostic, so not about any particular tool, just really about good fundamentals that you can then go use in whatever you are using to manage your campaigns. Elizabeth, I know you love Spreadsheets, I do too. Yes. Uh, so with that said, let's jump to that first ratio. So Elizabeth, this first ratio, uh, and you can sort of look at this first ratio in two ways, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of ways to decide how you want to break out this one. Mm -hmm. So when we were prepping for this, we both had an idea, uh, which was really... You know, for me, I like to look at ad sales over the total sales. Uh, so for me, you know, if ad sales are a hundred thousand a month, and then total sales for the entire Amazon account is a million, well, then that would be a hundred thousand over a million, or ten percent. Uh, so that's a percentage I like to look at uh, because it helps me get clued in on how aggressive the advertising is and how effective the organic is all in one number. So when I know my ad sales to total sales number, if that's going to be 10%, I might say, hey, you know, ad sales seem a little low, organic seems really strong, but I would wager that with an ad sales to total sales 
of up just 10%, there's probably more opportunity inside of there. Uh, so generally where I see this number, it's about 30-ish percent ad sales to total sales. And I I also know if you know that ad sales to total sales is 70% that we have very weak organic. And that's probably one of the biggest areas where the company can make up for lost ground. Um, so in, with just one number, I'm able to assess very quickly how aggressive the advertising is, potentially how much missed opportunity there is with a very low percentage of ad sales to total sales. Uh, I could see get a sense on organic strength as well if there's room to grow over there. So I like to look at this ratio in terms of ad sales to total sales. And you'd like to look at this uh, slightly different, but we it's, this, it's essentially capturing the same thing. How do you like to look at this number? Yeah, so... It's essentially, like you said, it's the same thing. My requires a little bit more math. So if you want a quick snapshot, I definitely would look at the ad sales to total sales. It's a simple division problem. Um, the way I like to look at it, and it's easier to put into a pie chart, is if you take the ad sales versus the organic sales. And there's no mm -hmm. real way to cleanly get organic sales in an account. So you have to look at, you take your ad sales for specific date range, go look at the business reports, what are my total sales for the date range, and then subtract the ad sales from the total sales, and that's gonna give you the organic. And that will just give you number values, which are much easier to plug into a pretty pie chart, and it gives you mm. a visual way to yeah. look at it, which I enjoy. Um, so if you want to look at it that way, you know, then it gives you the percentage of both. So instead of saying, okay, my ad sales mm -hmm. are a percentage of this and my total sales, which gives you a quick, a quick pulse. But if you would like to look at, okay, you know, ad sales are this percentage and organic is this percentage of my total, you know, you can look at it the other way. Again, my way requires more math. So you might just want to look at ad <laughs> versus total. Right. Yeah. It's always interesting. <laughs> like if you wanted to know your total organic sales only, you have to like do the subtraction yeah. in order to find it um, of your total sales minus ad sales, and then you get your organic sales. Um, so yeah, th so this, you know, both of these, whether you're going to look at ad sales to total sales and get that, get that percentage, or you're going to look at ad sales to organic sales, you're essentially capturing the same thing. Are we aggressive enough with our ads? Is there missed opportunity with our ads? Um, is there missed opportunity with or our organic and generally for me, uh, I, I believe a sweet spot and generally what I see from the most successful companies is that their ad sales to total sales will be about 30-ish percent, uh, depending on what stage they're in and maybe some of the company goals that they're looking to get. If they're looking to push ads a lot, that might creep up uh, over 40, maybe 50%, um, maybe higher. So yeah, to, to get this, it's really, really simple. You know, you mentioned it, business reports. And then your ad console, mm -hmm. uh, and then take that into a spreadsheet. This number is actually, you know, quite easy to get. Like it, it shouldn't take you more than what a few minutes to be able to calculate this. Uh, and how often do you normally look at these ratios? Um, well, at the very least, we look at a month over month. Um, we're right. starting to build out processes to try and track it week over week, actually. Um, cool. which might be a little extensive for some. We're going to you know, build it into processes. It's much easier for us to do it quickly for large accounts. But um, 
I think probably at least once a month is good because the other thing that this will tell you if you're actively tracking it is you can look month over month at this total. So for instance, mm -hmm. especially if you are doing a, um, a quick launch of a product, if it's a brand new account that you've you know never advertise at all you don't have any sales whatsoever your you know ad sales to total sales might be 100% and that's completely normal in the beginning but what should happen over time as your ads influence your organic rank and you start to gain more traction on the organic side you should see that percentage lowering um now you know, you're never going to get to zero unless you completely turn off things. And like you said, you can see um, if you actually have missed opportunities in this number as well. But by tracking it month over month and things will fluctuate, there's always going to be seasonality. A product goes out of stock. So there's always going to be numbers behind these numbers. But by kind of, um, you know, testing it more regularly, you can get a pulse. And then if you've tested it for a long period of time, um, you can look at things like um, year over year. So maybe it's normal for me around July because things go down, you know, maybe I'm advertising less. So this number, you know, this number may fluctuate, um, but by tracking it more actively, you'll get a much better pulse on how effective your ads are. Um, and then if there's any missed opportunities or perhaps you're being a little too aggressive with the ads, maybe you even need to pull back a little bit. Yeah. You know, the, this, the percentage of ad sales, organic sales, and total sales is related to another hidden ratio, which we talked about on the show uh, before, which is ad cost of uh, total sales or tacos, uh, total ad cost of sales, however, which way you... You like didn't even want to say tacos. You're like, I know, tacos. you know, to me, tacos means target a cost. But either way, that ad cost of your total sales. So all, all of these are related, but they measure something different. Um, and I've always found that the most successful companies that I work with are always tracking all of them. They're tracking the ad cost of sales. So their a cost. And they're also tracking their ad cost of total sales. And then they're also looking at ad sales to organic sales in some way, whether they're looking at ad sales to total sales or ad, ad sales to organic sales, whichever one. And, you know, this is exactly uh, what we talked about in a, in a previous episode of a few episodes ago, where if you only track just one of these, so if you only look at ACO, ACOS, or if you only look at ad cost of total sales, or if you only look at ad sales to total sales, you're going to be missing out on potentially one component. And they all measure something slightly different. To me, ACOS measures how efficient your ad spend is uh, and how aggressive you want to be. Uh, your ad cost of total sales is, is almost like a accounting metric. You know, how much of our total sales do we spend on marketing? What is our actual marketing budget on Amazon? And then ad sales to total sales is a measure and a reflection of your organic strength and how aggressive you are being with your ad sales uh, and it, uh, with your advertising. And it helps potentially find some uh, missed opportunity if you have very low organic compared to your ads or if you have very low ads compared to your organic. And shall we move to the second hidden ratio? Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I would add to that, just to tack on the point, um, was what we had talked about before and that the um, total whatever you call it. I'm going to say tacos because I can't remember your thing. But Let um, it out. sometimes that can be artificially reduced. 
it's possible if you reduce mm-hmm. your ad spend, your total aid costs will, it's just going to go down. That's just the natural. And it's not that that's necessarily a bad way, but sometimes that can give you a very isolated number. And so you'll say, you know, my total aid cost is, looks amazing. But if you look at your, your, maybe your ad orders are creeping up and you're losing organic traction because you've reduced mm-hmm. the ads. So by looking at these all side by side, then you get a much mm-hmm. better pulse on how healthy the account actually is. And then you can make adjustments when it's needed. Yeah. You know, optimizing just for ad cost of total sales or tacos, uh, optimizing just for that, uh, is actually really, really simple. All you do is just lower your budget compared to what you were getting in your total sales previously. And then you can lower your budget and be at your 10%, lower your budget some more uh, and get even underneath it and continue lowering your budget. So I definitely have seen uh, more than one account where they were so focused on just one of those three ACOS, ad sales to total sales, and then ad cost of total sales they were hyper-focused on ad cost of total sales, and that could cause a shrinking account because uh, you're constantly reducing your budget. Uh, great points there. So this next one that we have is percentage of each targeting type. Uh, and what we mean when we say targeting type is, you know, you have all of your loose match type targeting, your broad phrase, category, auto. You have your tighter targeting like exact match and ASIN targeting. Um, you have different kinds of targeting like fixed bids up and down versus down only. So you have all these different targeting type things inside of your account. And one thing that a lot of high powered marketers do is that they track how much am I spending on broad? How much revenue is broad bringing in? What's the A cost of the broad? Same with phrase, same with category targeting, same with auto targeting. And you'll be able to see Hey, am I overspending on my auto targets? Am I unsatisfied with the A costs from my auto targeting? Am I underspending on my exact match and ASIN targeting? Do I need to play around with that? Is my A cost too high on my A, on my ASIN targeting? Uh, do I need to go do some bid optimization over there? So the cool thing about this ratio is it helps you identify Again, you know, maybe where you're underutilizing it, maybe where you're overutilizing it, maybe if you're spending too much in an area, maybe if you're spending too little in an area, maybe if you are overusing a dynamic bid that isn't working because you take a look at up and down and maybe that has the worst ACoS in your account. Uh, so you want to play around with that and maybe down only has a lot better ACoS for you. So tracking these kinds of ratios can be really effective at seeing deeper inside your account. So I really like the ratios of each targeting type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And it can give you a pulse. First off, you can see if there's anything you're missing. For instance, if you're looking mm-hmm. at your um, percentages, if you're breaking out against category targeting, you might find, I completely forgot about category targeting. There's nothing here. So maybe it gives you a way to okay, maybe I'll go dig into the category targeting. Maybe that's my next expansion on my ads. Or maybe um, you're in an account and you realize, oh, we're running exact and broad. We're not even messing with phrase at all. Um, Maybe you have good Mm -hmm. keywords, but that might be something at least to dig into to see if there's room for expansion. It also gives you a pulse on what is working and what's not working. So by looking at this breakout, you can um, effectively see 
for instance, we're spending not very much on an exact match, but my conversion rate, my ACOS and everything is much better in my exact match than anything else. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to go further investigate. What keywords am I doing in exact match? Um, is there anything that's specifically driving it? So it can give, it can give you, it's a layer deeper than just looking in your account at even, you know, the overall keywords or your ad groups. Um, so it, it's a cleaner, more aggregated breakout of an entire account, but it can give you um, insights into where you need to expand, where and where you need to go digging. Um, if there's something that's absolutely not working, like Broadmatch is running out of control, this breakout will show you that very clearly. And you can then dig into your Broadmatch. You know, you can go into your account, you can pull a bulk file, sort by Broadmatch, what is driving these terrible numbers or is what's driving the good ones? And how can I either capitalize on that or how can I reduce that waste? Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned downloading a bulk file to identify these things. You can download a keyword report as well, which mm -hmm. will have match type information on it. And both of those, whether it be a bulk file or a standard keyword report, you're going to want to use the pivot table. Uh, and we've talked about pivot tables on the show before. Uh, you know, the Amazon advertising community is kind of newish. Uh, you know, it, it's really only been, uh, it's really just ramping up right now. Uh, but the Excel community and the spreadsheet community, uh, they've had like a decades to really evolve. So anything related to spreadsheets, uh, there's loads and loads of fantastic information out there. Uh, so if you're not familiar with what a pivot table is or how to structure one, uh, it's actually... There's help. There's help and there's, there's videos and there's blog posts. Big time. I've actually found... So I've started uh, really curating my social media feeds. Uh, and one thing I started doing on like Instagram and other channels is like just following like super like niche things. Like, so I'll follow Excel tips. I'll follow mm -hmm. like classical guitar. So Excel is definitely something yeah. that I follow. And like, I actually like in my downtime when I'm on social media, scrolling through it, it's like I'm getting Excel Which tips. Which is funny. You wouldn't um, think you would come across Excel tips on Instagram. But I learned that like control colon inputs today's date in Excel. And I'm like, oh, that's useful actually that's i had no idea <laughs> yeah i ran across um, it on instagram i'm like okay thank you i you know what i learned on instagram the you know like you put the dollar signs in front of like cell a2 you want yeah, to lock it to lock it so you like do the dollar sign a dollar sign two i just learned there's a hot key for that yes there uh, is which on a mac it's like function f4 yes uh, and i was like how did i not know this do you know how many times i've actually just typed the, oh, no. the dollar sign to oh, lock no. I know, like a loser. No, there are no losers in Excel. No. There's only people that just haven't discovered it yes. yet. Uh, you just keep getting deeper. Uh, so deeper. yes, if you, yes, so if you have not discovered the pivot table, you are in a. So if you're listening to this, being like, how on earth am I supposed to organize all of my spend, sales, and a cost for broad phrase exact? And you know, if that sounds like an insurmountable task, I assure you, you can get this data in under five minutes you download it you open it up you run a pivot table boom you've got it mm -hmm. uh it's actually it's actually a thing of beauty it's actually really wonderful and once you discover pivot uh, tables it's like oh you'll you'll love it you'll love it trust time. me trust me trust me <laughs> yes uh let's jump into our third ratio here we go okay so this one is kind of related to the second 
hidden ratio family that we talked about. Uh, we previously talked about the percentages and the ratios for each targeting type, but now we are going to talk about the percentages for each ad type. So the spend sales ACOS for sponsored products, sponsored brand, sponsored display. Uh, and what kinds of things are you looking for when you're running this kind of analysis? Um, to me, it gives you a good pulse on um, how how they're utilizing all that's available inside the advertising console. Um, because a well-built out account, although you're going to just naturally have most um, of your ads in sponsored products, that's completely normal. Don't think you need like a 30-30-30 split or 33 if we're being technical. Um, but you're never, it's not going to get there and you shouldn't want to get there. However, you do want to make sure you are effectively utilizing all the different ad types available inside of the ad console. So that's, that would be one major thing I would say. I mean, just take a look at all the campaign counts you have for all of these. Now, the caveat to this, of course, would be is you have to be brand registered to have access to these other ad types. So if you don't have, if you're not brand registered, don't worry about it. You'll get there. Um, but if you are brand registered and you have been running an advertising account for a while and you're wondering, okay, what's the next step? Maybe you want to run this and see if there's anything that you're not already capitalizing on, or maybe one of these is like 5%, maybe only 5% of sponsored display ads. Maybe that's where you want to take a look at expanding. Exactly. Like you want to talk about like a, a super easy way to add value to an account. Uh, you know, I opened up an account the other day. They're spending about 50000 a month, sponsored products only. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this should be easy to add value. Um, so yeah. it's a fantastic way to understand how those things are behaving. And the way to get this is to, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple different ways. And there's a super fast way. So if you just want to know, and I, I think there's an important distinction here. So you, you can go into Amazon's campaign manager and just say, show me sponsored products and like see your spend. And then you switch it to sponsored brand, see your spend, switch it to sponsored display, see your spend. However, I would caution you from doing that because what you really want to do are analyze the ratios of this. So like there's value in seeing your like in a in a spreadsheet, spend, sponsor products, sponsor brand, sponsor display, revenue by those three, mm -hmm. a cost by those three. And what that will allow you to do is it'll allow you to make judgments that you couldn't have because you can't just you can't really get the same interpretation of it by just mm -hmm. looking at one, running a filter, looking at the next one, running a filter, looking at the next one. You really do need to evaluate all of them at once. So like the, the power of this is seeing the ratio in the same way that you want to, you know, look at your A cost because that's the ratio of ad cost of sales. You want to look at your ratios of each ad type. So I think that's really, really valuable in doing this. And what's extra cool about running a pivot table, uh, so download, you can you know export campaign manager, put it in a pivot table. And when you do that, you, you'll actually be able to play around with it through some really simple formatting. You can have a pivot table that will summarize everything. So how much spend, revenue and a cost for each platform for each campaign type and then 
you can hit a drop down and actually see where the spend came from. So like you could see your sponsored products ranked. Uh, you could see your sponsored brands ranked, your sponsored display ranked. And so you can go back and forth between a granular view and a top level view. Um, so again, I've said this before on the show, probably a couple times, you've got to know pivot tables. It's a tremendous way to see data in ways that were not previously possible. And I think just the ability to see top level spend and revenue and ACOS for each of the three campaign types, and then easily be able to switch it back and forth like, okay, what was my biggest contributor to my sponsored product uh, ACOS? You know, what was my biggest contributor to my sponsored brand spend? To go back and forth like that in a pivot table, it's a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. I think I've said that before on the show. Yeah, and if you if you already have the pivot table up, if you've already got the spreadsheet in there, I mean, you can look at fun things, you know, talk about another hidden ratio is the conversion rate. So what's my conversion rate on my brand ads right. versus sponsored product versus sponsored display? Those mm-hmm. are naturally going to be different due to the placements, but sometimes just seeing a breakout of it, for instance, you know, my sponsored brand ads, um, I'm having a really hard time digging into my ACOS. Look at the cost per click and look at your conversion rate. If your cost per click's higher and your conversion rate's lower, that's naturally going to fall into the realm of higher ACOS. So you can, a lot of these ratios are finding a different way to look at numbers that you see every day, but by putting it in something mm-hmm. like a pivot table or a clean ratio, it lets you see the numbers a lot cleaner than if you're just trying to scroll through even those of us who are in spreadsheets every day and love numbers, we still find ways to look at the data a lot cleaner and more narrow. So then it gives us ways to break it down even further. Where do we need, you know, like you said, expanding, okay, what's driving this, but by seeing what everything is at a, as a top level, it makes it much more easy to digest and know where you need to go digging. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And with that, let's move to the fourth hidden ratio. And this fourth one you should all be familiar with if you've been listening to the show for a while. Uh, It is one of the most straightforward. Um, So we have cost per click, which is the ratio of your spend over your total clicks. But then on the other end, the, the, the brother of cost per click is revenue per click, which is how much revenue you've generated per click. Uh, and I think what's so uh, great about this ratio uh, is that you are able to really get a sense of where your bids should be. Because at the most simple level, a perfect bid, I believe, is just the ratio of your revenue per click versus your cost per click. You know, if you want a 50% A cost, well, what does that mean? That means you spend 50% of your sales on your ads. So if you generate $100 from 100 clicks and you want a 50% ACoS, well then you basically generate a dollar per click statistically and then you make your bid 50% of that. So you, you'd want your bids to land at 50 cents. Uh, so revenue per click, I think is such a handy, super quick uh, way. Learn the hotkey for your keyboard to bring up your little simple calculator when you're looking at your campaigns and just be able to run it. Uh, if you're doing your bid optimization through bulk files or something like that, uh, sometimes you can add the revenue per click. So you can calculate this column, create a new column, calculate your revenue per click, uh, and then basically have another column where you multiply your revenue per click by something to your target cost to get your 
ideal bid for that particular keyword. So I love this one, revenue per click, near and dear to my, my heart. Um, but it's a hidden ratio, meaning it's not listed inside your account, but it's something that we should be thinking about. Uh, and I think when you really internalize revenue per click, you start looking at your keywords in a different light. Now, all of a sudden, where you're wondering where your bid should be, which is something that a lot of people struggle with, what you can do now is actually say, okay, well, I have a sense of where my bid should be. And the answer is, what is your ratio of your revenue per click? Like how much revenue does this keyword actually generate over whatever period of time? And then that helps you set your bid. So I'm a big fan of RPC. Yeah, it's a good one. And it's another one that you definitely want to keep a continuous pulse on because, I mean, and you can look at this on a lot of different levels, for instance. I mean, when it comes to keywords and your bids, it's definitely a really, really powerful ratio to calculate. But you can also look at things like at count level, at a product level. If you want to take a look at um, just a pulse on things, and then you can always take a look at, okay, so what is that ideal bid? based off my revenue per click? And then what is my actual cost per click and how different are those? And that can also actually give you a snapshot, um, like how far off the line are if you're having, if you're struggling to um, bring your ACoS targets down. Well, if you take a look at your revenue per click versus what your actual cost per click is, that kind of gives you an idea of where your difference might be. And again, you can look at this in a keyword level, you can look at it at a individual product level at an account level. Um, there's a lot of ways you can use this ratio. For sure. And lastly, let's jump to our fifth hidden ratio. For this show, we prepped a lot of hidden ratios. So uh, we only wanted to include the most important five from our list. Uh, and this was this was a cool one because originally we started in terms of like well, let's do maybe the ratio of your total account ACoS versus the ACoS of everything with one order or more. And then we're like, what about the percentage of uh, ad spend without an order compared to uh, total ad spend? So what this ratio is, is really a combination of a couple different things. So this one is actually really, really insightful. So let me walk you through the situation of how uh, important this could be. Uh, let's say you have a campaign that you're looking at, you're struggling with, and you just can't get the ACoS under control where you want it. And when you go into it, you notice that you have a lot of spend on things with zero orders. And then maybe you have the second most amount of spend on things with one orders. And then you discover that you have very little spend on things with five orders or more. So what this last ratio that we want to talk about is basically the amount of spend spent on things with zero orders, one order, two orders, three orders, so on and so forth. And as you as you sort of hear when I mean, you talk about this metric, I'm sure you can imagine a bad set of ratios here. Like a bad one would be where you have 80% of your ad spend on things with zero orders. Then maybe you have 10% of your ad spend on things with one order, and then you have you know the rest of your spend on things with two orders. In a perfect world, we're spending a lot of money on things with more orders, and we are instead dedicating a smaller percentage on research things, you know, things with zero orders and things with fewer amounts of orders as we test it. So this is a really cool 
piece, uh, uh, this is a really cool chart that you can build here. Uh, so you can run it and build a bar chart histogram on you know how many things with no orders, one order, two orders, three orders, so on and so forth. And you can start to get a sense of, am I spending maybe a little recklessly? Am I spending too much on things with zero orders and not enough money on things with five orders and up? Uh, so I think this metric is a really good pulse on how your ad spend is going towards uh, different categories and different efficacies of different keywords. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely agree. It's a very it's a very good thing to take a look at to gauge the health of an account. And again, it's not like you need to run this on a weekly level because you don't want to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get into it, more power to you. But I, at the very least, I would say, at the very least, maybe even quarterly, um, things are going to fluctuate. Mm-hmm. But it's a good idea to know how effective your ad spend is. And this is a ratio that's definitely going to give you how effective your ad spend is. Um, And then we also had talked about what level are we doing this on? Um, So you were a big fan of doing it on a search term level. And there's a lot of really great insights you can do because it at the... um, When you look at things at a search term level, that is like honestly the ultimate level. Because we get much more control at thing on things from a keyword level, but when it comes down to the actual shopper and how they interact with your ads, that's on a search term level. So when you break it down to mm-hmm. like the least and smallest part, that is going to give you the most action, you know, the most insights into your account overall. Um, however, it is possible to do this for things on a keyword level, and that will give you more of an aggregate on, you know, how the overall keywords were doing. Um, but as you had pointed out, there are possibilities when it might look all in well from a keyword level, for instance, a broad match. It's much easier for a broad match to get over that five order levels and be fine. Whereas if you broke that down to a search term level, you might have a lot more wasted ad spend than you might initially think. Um, so it's good to do, you know, look at it kind of on both. Um, the other thing I would say that I found interesting to do at a keyword level is not only looking at the spend, but also looking at, so if you break it out in spend and then look also at the keyword count. So for instance, um, I audited another account. We do look at this um, at a keyword level at the very least because we're not working on the accounts, but we do want to get a pulse on it. Um, The breakout Mm -hmm. of spend on keywords that were driving sales and not driving sales, the spend ratio was actually healthy. It was fine. But when we looked at the um, keyword count, there was only 200 keywords that were sucking up all of that spend and actually generating sales. Well, although the um, no spend ratio was healthy, when we looked at the count of keywords, there's 22,000 keywords in that account that, and essentially they weren't doing anything because they weren't getting any spend. They were there. They were supposed to be tested. Someone had gone and done a bunch of keyword research and put a bunch of good keywords in the account. However, they weren't doing anything. They were of no use. You might as well Mm -hmm. not have added them at all. Um, So by looking at ratios like this, where is my spend going? How is it being allocated? What's actually eating up the spend? What's not? What's working? Um, This is a really good thing to get a good level pulse on the account. Yeah. And the answer to how do you get this data? Pivot table. Uh, So you can download a search term report or a keyword level report. 
uh, when you're building the pivot table, uh, this one's a little different than the other ways you would do it, but you would sort by like count of orders. So then you do like the sum of ad spend for things with zero orders, the sum of ad spend for things with one order. So it seems definitely seems like an overwhelming metric to get, but um, you can do this with a pivot table as you can many, many things. You can uh, make new friends with pivot tables. <laughs> you can save your marriage with pivot tables. You can, um, you know, it's good uh, topic of dating. If you're dating someone, you can let them know about uh, your pivot table skills. Uh, so pivot tables can give you lots and lots of insight into your campaigns. So We've got five hidden ratios. And the fact of the matter is there are hundreds of hidden ratios all over the place. I mean, everywhere. Um, you know, so these are some of the ones that I like to look at on a regular basis uh, that Elizabeth, you like to look at on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. But there are tons of them. Uh, you know, some of the other ones that we didn't mention here, uh, you know, conversion rate, it's actually a hidden ratio because Amazon doesn't list conversion rate. Amazon, uh, if you're listening, inside please your... <laughs> just put it in the, yeah, put it in the ad console. <laughs> not that hard. Cost per order is another one. Uh, it, it's sort of like a, a cost per acquisition type figure. Um, you know, the per uh, orders per, oh, can't talk, orders per review uh, you know, how many order ad orders does it take to get you a review? Uh, orders per organic rank movement. You know, how many orders does it take to increase the ranking of something? So there's so many little hidden ratios inside your account. We've covered five here today. Um, hopefully, uh, it's given you new ways to really think about your campaigns. So go use these, build your pivot table, and I promise you, you will start to I mean, The Matrix is probably one of the most overused movie metaphor, like movies to make a metaphor from, uh, but it's so apt here. Like you can like see the source code of the world that you're living in. Like you, you're able to see your account in a completely new light once you're able to start saying, you know, hey, how much am I spending on broad match? Like what's the actual performance of my broad matches compared to my phrase matches? Should I be spending more on phrase or hey, like, can I get a big top level overview of my fixed bids versus down only versus up and down? Like, how are those things behaving in my account? So once you are able to realize that you have this power, uh, it, I think it changes the game for you. You could start to make some really strong uh, movements in your account that you were not able to previously. Uh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining me today. Elizabeth, you'll be back for two more episodes uh, so thank you so much and we'll see you here next week yeah here inside the badger den bye bye everybody and as many of you know uh, the PPC den is a show put on by uh, ad badger and one thing that's really important to me is never making the show about what it is that we do professionally uh, meaning I'm not here to pitch uh, and I'm not here to um, you know only talk about things that uh, Ad Badger can sell you or anything like that. Uh, however, a lot of our customers have asked, you know, hey, when we listen to the podcast, that's awesome. But uh, how do we do these things inside Ad Badger? Um, so while our actual show is very software agnostic, meaning, you know, we're not talking about our tool. And I really don't like to refer to any tools because, you, you know, there's some people using 
other tools, whatever tool it might be. Some people are doing everything manually through spreadsheets. Some people are just using the ad console. Whatever it is, I want to be able to talk about fundamentals in a way that anyone can get value from it, regardless of the approach that they take for their own business. So that's core to me and what it is that I do here on this show. Um, However, because a lot of our customers have asked us to really try to frame things in a way that uh, for Ad Badger customers, at the end of every show now, uh, after the outro music, uh, we're going to try something uh, where basically I'm just going to try to relate the topic of what we talked about back to uh, what Ad Badger does. So the first thing that I wanted to say is uh, hidden ratios are really, really big for us. Obviously, we made a show about it. Um, and one thing we have recently started doing and, and things that we, that we have done in the past, so this is sort of a common thread for AdBadger, is including some of these, making some of these hidden ratios visible. So for example, in every single one of our tables, so when you're looking at your campaign performance, in any table, you can add a column RPC for revenue per click. Uh, and what's cool about that is, you know, you don't need to take out your calculator to calculate it anymore. So we included RPC inside almost all of our tables inside of our app. So if you're not a Badger customer, you've already got that. So that is no longer a hidden ratio for you anymore. Um, <clears throat> we don't have this explicitly. Uh, I, I do want to add a little bar chart so you can see it. Uh, we don't, so we don't have this explicitly, but what we do have is a breakdown of how much money you're spending on what we call high efficiency keywords and low efficiency keywords. So it's basically, you know, uh, we define higher efficiency as four orders or more, and then we define lower efficiency as less than two orders. Uh, so if you have, so what we actually do inside the app, uh, and you'll see this on your bid health dashboard, which was designed to help inform you how easy or difficult it will be to hit your target ACoS. If you have a lot of spend going towards low efficiency keywords, it'll be harder to hit your target ACoS. If you have more spend going towards your higher efficiency keywords, well then that's gonna make it easier because you have higher efficiencies. You know These are things that are getting at least one order a week that will allow us to make better, smarter bid decisions. Basically, you're feeding the bid algorithm more data, which is easier to work with. AdBadger does try to do a good job of you know, uh, lowering the amount of spend automatically for you on things with zero orders uh, and fewer orders. Um, but we provide this metric as a way to help you further uh, lean into that. Uh, and you can actually pause things that are really poor performers with our poor performers tool. So all of that is related back to how much you're spending on zero orders, one orders, two orders, so on and so forth. So we we have that. I want to get the graph in there so you can actually see you know the chart so you can actually see visually how much you're spending on zero orders, one orders, two orders. Uh, so we're adding like an advertising uh, ratio dashboard eventually. Uh, but for right now, we just do percent low efficiency spending, percent high efficiency spending, and then queue you up with that poor performers. Um, I also, of course, want to add the percentage of spend on each targeting type, exact phrase, broad, so on and so forth, as well as each ad type, sponsored product, sponsored brand, sponsored display. Uh, I think that's going to be really, really valuable once we get it, um, as well as starting to include the ad sales to total organic sales and ad cost of total sales. So we don't have those in there yet, but it's definitely something that we are working on. Um, so trying to make the hidden ratios visible is definitely a key thing that we do in our tool and something that we hope to continue to do inside of AdBadger's software. So again, um, 
putting this on towards the end, uh, right at the end of every episode after the music. Uh, so hopefully this was helpful for those Ad Badger customers out there uh, because I know many of you do listen. So I appreciate it. Have a good one. And I'll see you next week here inside the Badger Den.